Welcome to the Autism Action Update. I'm Assemblyman Angelo Santa Barbara, your host, chair of the New York State Assembly Subcommittee on Autism Spectrum Disorders. And we have uh, a great show coming up uh, in a, uh, coming up for you today. We're going to be talking about an organization that goes uh, goes by the acronym IBCCES. More to come. Stick with us. So today on the show, we're going to be talking about an organization that. Uh, that I learned about actually uh, when I heard about a, a water park that was uh, uh, autism certi certified uh, and it, it's located in Florida, it's called Aquatica and it came to my attention because uh, one of the things that they advertised was the fact that uh, uh, this park was certified autism friendly and uh, you know in all my time serving in the assembly and uh, going through legislation and uh, interactions with, uh, you know, uh, learning uh, more and more about autism, the, the fact that I have a son with autism that I mentioned on the show, my son Michael. Uh, this was of great interest to me uh, to know that there was uh, a certification that was possible that was, uh, it turns out it's, it's, it's an international certification. Uh, so as I mentioned at the opening of the show, IBCCES, the International Board of Credentialing and Continuing Education Standards uh, is the name of the organization. There's a, a, a board of 14 members uh, that serves, uh, and they are basically tasked with uh, identifying organizations, uh, seeking out organizations and communities that are looking to get certified. And it was very interesting. When I visited the park, uh, there was uh, uh, a number of signs with ratings and uh, things that identify taste, uh, smell, and touch. And anybody that has uh, a child with autism or any, any sort of related uh, condition knows how important it is uh, for sensory needs to be met if you're going to be able to enjoy uh, an activity like a water park. Uh, but it, it's not just limited to, to uh, water parks. It's, it's, it's actually opened up, uh, they opened up this credentialing to uh, pretty much almost, uh, I, I, I don't want to say everything, but pretty much a, a lot of, a lot of uh, different things uh, that can be uh, certified. And there's a process that uh, goes goes along with this. Uh, so my guest today, I'm very pleased to have Myron Pincomb here, who is the board chairman of uh, IBCCES. Uh, welcome to uh, my podcast. Uh, it's great to have you, and you, you flew in today just for this. We did, yeah, thank you for having me, that's very nice. Uh, actually, let me just backtrack a little mm -hmm. bit. Uh, you're the CEO and chairman of this board, 14-member board. Correct. Uh, you, we had you come into town here in Schenectady because uh, something, something wonderful is happening, uh, just uh, with yeah. Ellis Hospital, this partnership uh, that we talked about on this podcast uh, not too long ago during, during the state budget process, we are able to secure funding for what's going to be a pilot program for an autism-friendly emergency room right uh right, right at ls medicine so we we wanted we had you in that initial this initial meeting uh because we wanted your input on exactly. on on what to include and what not to include and what what some what some, what some of the guidance uh you can provide right. uh so it's great to have you here and that and that brings you here to this podcast to sort of we're going to talk a little bit about that sure. er program but the, the board itself is just i find it just you know, as I said before we started the show, I had been looking for something like this for what seemed like forever. Right. Uh, my, my son was diagnosed at age three, and uh, I had always, you know, uh, w like many parents, they have difficulties engaging the community, but that's what we want, uh, to, uh, the path to independence, right. and to find that there's a board now, and then to know that it's international, which means... Yes. anywhere right exactly uh so you know what's you know what i know that it's not a new board right. uh you're you're the current 
CEO and chairman. Uh, I, I mentioned a few things that the, the board is involved with, but uh, you know, the mission, you know, let's just talk about the mission a little bit. Sure, no, that's <clears> great. <throat> the organization's been around for about 20 years. So um, our whole goal <clears throat> is how do we improve the quality of life uh, for individuals with autism and other cognitive disorders? Um, we focus on the whole lifespan, which is something different as well. So, you know, we know there's huge needs at the early diagnosis and early childhood. Um, there's also huge needs at transition to adulthood. So um, we work with the whole scope and um, you know, we started off just doing individual certifications for physicians and therapists and, and um, you know, people who have the daily interaction with the, uh, these, these people. So, um, but it's now morphed into more organizational certifications. You mentioned Aquatica that you went to with your family. So they're, they're one of the SeaWorld parks. They're owned by SeaWorld. Uh, we do all the SeaWorld parks with our Carnival Cruise Lines, Marriott. Um, again, our, our goal there with the travel sector is how do we create options for these families? So I'm not sure what you found um, you know, with taking your son on trips, but most parents tell us the options aren't there. So you know, if they're going to put a child on a plane and, and take them across the country or especially overseas, yeah. they want to have a lot of confidence that where they're going to land has been certified. As, and again, certification, it, it means something in our company. We are very selective on who we work with, but it's mm -hmm. a... It's a pretty in-depth process that each one of these parks have, have gone through to, to get to this point. To, to actually get certified. And, and yeah. I, I just, you know, my, my experience with this is limited uh, uh, yeah. limited to what we're talking about here in Schenectady with the ER program, but also my tour. Right. Uh, the park was actually, uh, I, I, got, I got a tour as the park, when the park was closed, so I got, I got okay. an in-depth look that, at Perfect. what it means to be certified. So mm -hmm. uh, let's just talk about a couple of things that I saw. So sure. you come into the park, you see these boards, these uh, signs, special right. signage. Uh, one had like a symbol of a, a mouth, yeah. tongue, uh, hands, touch, you know, different sensory uh, ratings. There was a rating from one to five. Uh, so parents can uh, sort of gauge what that sensory experience is going to be like. Uh, for, exactly. And those signs are posted at each attraction. Each attraction, right. And we actually start, we, we say we want to start at home. So. Um, I don't know about your son, but a lot of individuals with autism, they don't they have a problem sleeping and it's just, you know, it creates this environment where the parents have to be master planners. So most parents want to get on the website. They want to map out exactly where they're going to go through attractions. So, I've been there. Yes. So that's great. Yeah. So we work a lot with the marketing team on communicating that ahead of the time before the family even arrives. So they can go on and they can see which rides would you know, be best for their son or daughter. Um, and then once they get in the parking lot, we make sure there's designated parking for these families. Mm -hmm. um, and then, as you said, once you come through the gate, most um, parks will have a special map that they hand out to the, uh, the families that's going to identify where the quiet spaces are, um, where they can get help, first aid, all the different yeah. things that they would need. And then, as you mentioned, once you go up to the, uh, the actual ride itself, whether it's a roller coaster or a water slide, whatever it happens to be, um, what we call a sensory guide is embedded into their signage. And what we look at there is we look at the five senses. Autism is a sensory disorder. So one of those five senses is either hyper or hyposensitive. So we go in and, and audit the parks. We have therapists look at each ride and really identify where does this fall on, on a sensory scale. And then we make recommendations for the parents and, and the whole party. Um, so they, they know what they're getting into ahead of time. Yeah. Um, Again, um, every every family is different. They say if you've met one person with autism, you've met one person with autism. But yep. the big thing that, that everybody can agree on is nobody likes surprises. So how do we help communicate that to the parents and make sure that they're they're ready for their experience? And the ratings, as I said, I think it's one to five Correct. scale. Correct. Uh, so and so, uh, I guess the part of this that's uh, 
critical is that you mm -hmm. can look at it ahead of time and understand what the signage means. Exactly. Uh, but so all of uh, all of the so we're, we're talking about a, a water park right. just because that's where I visit. But mm -hmm. this is I, I want to make it clear to the listeners. This is not about just about amusement exactly. parks. It's about other things in the community. It could be movie theaters. It could be it could be pretty much, you know, anything that can be engaging in the community, exactly. uh, restaurants and so on and so forth. Uh, but the signage. Have, makes it helps you make an educated decision. Do I want to avoid this area, exactly, uh, and maybe just go to a couple of different areas to to fill the day to have a better experience for my my, my son or daughter or loved one right. uh, at this particular area. That's correct. Uh, yeah, the, the big thing that's consistent with with all the different areas, whether it's a restaurant or a, a sea park, is eighty percent of the employees have to be trained. So we have a very extensive training program that they go through. Um, it's not a one size fits all training. It's very specific to their job position. And um, you know that's part of one of the certification requirements is that that eighty percent number, but um, the signage is great. But if the people on the other end don't understand, then, you know right. it's really with the people. So how do we get those employees to have the empathy they need? Do they they know what that family went through the night before before they showed up at that park? Yeah. Um, but yeah, training's the big big. So there's training that goes along with this for employees. Exactly, uh, or people that operate whatever it may be. Right. Um, so the hospital model you're talking about, yeah, we would train everybody from the uh, the desk where you check in. Uh, to the therapists, the nurses, the physicians. And then uh, we're talking about even taking that a step further is when they're dismissed and we'd have training for parents as well. So, you know, as I mentioned, this is an international it is. Uh, uh, initiative. Uh, the standards, you know, that's one of the things that people always struggle with. Okay, I want to make my organization autism friendly, mm -hmm. uh, sensory friendly. How do I do it? Where do I find right. the standards? Th those are the questions that people ask me. What, what do I need to do? Uh, you know, we work with the Autism Society very closely here okay. uh, in, in the Schenectady area in the Capital Region. Uh, people always look for guides. Uh, so I, 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 I guess the, the, the question would be that, you know, this is an international accreditation. These, these standards, uh, and you said it's, it's not a new organization, 20 right. years. These standards have been set across the board. Correct. They're going to work anywhere in the world according to the, the, the latest information that we have uh, with Century Friendly and Autism. Exactly. Yeah, and autism is not just a challenge we have to deal with here in the U.S. And, you know, we may have CDC and different government organizations that give us data, what some countries don't, but every country we work in, it's pretty much the same. Um, as far as the prevalence of autism, five times more likely in boys, you know, all, all the data that we use here in the U.S. is pretty similar worldwide. Um, yeah, and we've set those standards. You know, one of the things we did is we took a survey of a thousand parents who have a child with autism. And one of the main things that came back to us is they said, we want to get away from the word friendly. Um, it's kind of a, a use. Mm. You know, first of all, they said, shouldn't everybody be friendly? I mean, that just should be part of what we right. do. But um, really creating a certification for it, and it's something that's that's backed by a board, and it's you know it's, it's monitored. You know, it's it's a, a criteria that if the company doesn't continue to meet, you know, we pull the certification, and it's it's real. It's not just a uh, you know a sticker you put on the door that says we're friendly type thing. And um, I think it's I think safe to say it's also about consistency so it is. Uh, once once uh, you learn about this um, and you're looking for a place to visit travel uh, whatever the case may be you can you know what to expect and you right. know what to look for if everything's consistent with the credentialing yeah that's a, that's a great point because there's a lot of misinformation out there about um, autism you know we don't have a certain agenda to push we're not pushing you know on the therapy side we're not pushing just ABA or we're not pushing just you know specific types of therapy Everything that we train on is research-based, um, but we try to clean up a lot of the things that are out there that are really misinformation probably get in the way. 
Um, and, so and the board members, as you mentioned, uh, uh, I mentioned 14, all volunteer uh, in different areas of expertise. Right. They're all volunteer. Um, three of the 14 are on the spectrum. We thought that it was very important to have somebody that's on the spectrum to help. Um, four of them are uh, parents, or they may have a professional role that relates as well, but they're also, also parents. Um, we have physicians, we have uh, speech language pathologists, you know, pretty much everybody that that child or adult would have interaction with. Just to, to get an idea, I mean, you, uh, you know, over the years, uh, how many, how many, how many uh, certifications have, have been issued, have been actually gone through the process, have been uh, approved? So for the um, Certified Autism Center, which is the facility designation, uh, we have right at 300 so far around the world. Um, the individuals is what we've been doing for a long time, working with healthcare systems, yeah. and um, there's close to 100,000 physicians or therapists. Oh. Um, we work with schools as well, so special education departments. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll they'll put their their teachers through the training as well. And how how long does the you know that's uh, we're gonna we're going through this here with mm -hmm. with with our ER uh, project in Schenectady. But how long typically does a certification take, or does it vary with depending on wh what the situation may be or what the organization may be? Yeah, it does vary a little bit with the uh, the type of organization, the size of it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you have larger organizations, Carnival Cruise Lines, thirty six thousand employees. Uh, we were able to get them trained and certified on over 100 ships in about four months. And I did hear something so, about this, yeah, because yes. people have said they have taken uh, the autism, uh, autism friendly, right. <laughs> autism yeah. friendly uh, uh -huh. uh, cruise. Uh, so I've yet to uh, cross that, that yet with my son. Uh, but uh, uh, the um, the training you said is the big part of this. That's right. what seems to be take the most time. We're not really, we're not necessarily talking about structural changes. You know, uh, there may be some, but right. we're not, that's not really the the bit, the bulk of what happens here with the certification. Right, and that's a really good point. So yeah, training is definitely key. Um, when we go in and do a facilities audit, we do not recommend any structural changes, and the reason why is all the parents that we've talked to, if they're going to go to SeaWorld, they don't want SeaWorld to build a red roller coaster that does backflips. What they want to do is they want SeaWorld to communicate what they do um, already. They be who you are. They say don't change, just communicate so we know if we adapt or not and then they want acceptance when they come into the um, into the parks. So again, that's where the training piece comes in. So um, yeah, we, we do not recommend structural changes at all, um, but it's, it's all about how can you imp improve communications and really really deliver better uh, guest customer service. And uh, you know, we, we, as I mentioned, we talked about the, uh, the water park, we talked about the hospital mm -hmm. setting, the emergency right. room that we're working on. Uh, what are some of the other, I mean, uh, I, I would assume restaurants, and you said some individual uh, uh, organizations, yeah. just, just to get a flavor for what, you know, what the, 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 the array uh, of organizations that can, that have been involved so far. Right. Um, so again, if you really look at the lifespan of an individual with autism, usually your healthcare system and your education system are in the younger part of the life. Um, so we have a lot of involvement there. But the big thing we want to, are trying to get, really get into heavily now is um, neurodiversity in the workforce and how do we help these individuals transfer into a, a job. A lot of people think you outgrow autism. That's not the case. So just because you graduate high school does not mean you graduate mm -hmm. autism. So how do we really work with the individuals to get them the skills they need, but also with the companies to help them learn how to recruit and manage um, individuals on the spectrum. So the technology field is very heavy with, um, with autism. 
depending on you know where an individual lies on the spectrum but they you know they can be very good at coding and programming those it doesn't take a lot of social skills um, they can actually be better than a, a typical person doing that and we, we and, talk about this all the time with workforce and uh, you know employment is a big part of independence it's huge it's uh, you know earning a paycheck and uh, you know and here in New York we have the NY able program right. where you can actually save money uh, and be able to use that without losing uh, other support services that are that mm -hmm. are needed uh, to make it you know to, to help that individual right and I think what a lot of people don't realize is you know most of these individuals they have a lot of the life skills that, that typical people may not so very honest um, they show up on time very dependable they're gonna be there the whole time um, you know, those are things that most of us that have a lot of employees would, you know, we, we can't find anywhere. Um, but an individual with autism is, has a lot of those characteristics that are just kind of inherent. So. Well, we had, uh, we talked about this very issue on the last podcast. Uh, okay. That's exactly what we talked about, the numbers, uh, right. unemployment numbers. And we talked about the uh, uh, once, you know, we talked about people that are looking for opportunities, people mm -hmm. that may have disabilities that are looking uh, to uh, find uh, employment opportunity and to stay with that company, and right. and the stats show that they stay much longer. Right. Uh, they they are uh, uh, loyal to the company. There's a number of benefits to come along with that. And people in this area, I, and maybe like this across the, uh, the, the the country, I don't right. know, but they're looking to hire people with disabilities. Uh, you know, they want right. to offer those employment opportunities, not just you know to everybody, to open right. it up to uh, individuals and individuals with disabilities. Exactly. Yeah, there's, and again, that's just an education piece, you know, helping HR departments at, at larger corporations really understand how to recruit and, and what they're looking for. And uh, i just looking at some of the, you know, some of the things that are listed here, uh, social workers, speech language, uh, physicians, dentists, uh, you know, firemen, policemen, you have some, you have law enforcement training as well, which we, which we implemented here in New York uh, last year. Uh, there's a training program that's going on statewide. That's also something that uh, you have assisted with we do in, yeah we do that in, in, in a lot of the states um, yeah we'll work with first responders as well as the uh, the law enforcement piece and that seems like something that's been uh, uh, just lagging in a lot of communities uh, and unfortunately we've seen some you know situations that right. that have turned into a, simple situations that have have turned very complicated and have escalated right. uh, into something they shouldn't be uh, and uh, the training I think puts everybody on the same page. It helps people understand uh, and not confuse, uh, get confused by uh, by something that maybe they misinterpret. Right. Yeah, and that's a, that's a tough job. We work with law enforcement quite a bit. I mean, as you know, they, uh, you know they're, it's kind of a life or death matter every time they step out of their car and they've got to be able to think quick and identify. And, and um, like you mentioned, some of the characteristics of autism are similar to some of the drug use and other things that they may be looking for. So helping them understand it, how to identify it is, a, is very important. Uh, the, the other uh, uh, thing I want to touch on, you have uh, programs for uh, for educators. We do. Uh, and licensed professionals. And I see a number of certifications here that people mm -hmm. can go through, uh, I guess, uh, you know, training, a certificate Correct. program. Right. Uh, and get certified in these particular areas. And I know there's, there's a few here. Uh, you know, let's just touch on, you know, how important that is as well. Sure. Education is huge, um, or the education system, you know, for a lot of these uh, individuals that's the main point of contact for 12 to 15 years of their life um, they spend more time with their teacher than they do with anybody else um, some of the other programs we really look at in the school system is the mental health piece um, suicide rates are skyrocketing pretty much across the country um, that doesn't have much to do with autism but it, those are some of the cognitive issues that the teachers are, are having to work with so uh, we do a lot in the mental health space and, and you uh, I know there's a website uh, 
let's give out that website where uh, ibccs.org. So there's okay. a lot of a lot of the information that I've been looking at here came off the website. Correct. Uh, but people can also uh, there's a list of organizations that are certified somewhere on the website. There are. Um, yeah. So on the website, you'll be able to find all of them. Uh, if you're looking for just the travel related ones, you can go to autismtravel.com. Okay. And that's a portal we set up for parents. They can go on and kind of identify you know, what, what the, uh, the travel options are for them. And, and um, there's also information about, you know, other information about what the board does and, and where uh, where people can apply to get, it, it is an application. I mean, people it is. are. Yeah, it's a, it's a full-blown certification. Yeah, there's an application piece for look at, you know, for the individual side of it, we're looking at employment history and there's references. It's, it's, it's a Yeah, it's not process. something that just, uh, you know, you, you, you it's, it's just, you, you just get. It's, right. There's a, there's a process and there's steps. And I, I think that it's important to, to note that because people that are listening and organizations that do want to get certified, mm-hmm. uh, you know, start the application process and see how long it's going to take and what needs to be done. Because it does vary. It's going right. to vary from varies, yeah. organization to organization. I know you, uh, you're, uh, we're very happy to have you here in downtown Schenectady in my uh, assembly district. Uh, I know that you just uh, came from Puzzles Bakery. Yes. And uh, we know Sarah May uh Pratt very well mm-hmm. uh, because uh, that's a, uh, as you know, um, her staff is, uh, she hires people that are on the spectrum and uh, her entire staff is, uh, um, uh, that was her plan, her idea right. uh, to run uh, a business uh, and hire people that um, ha- were on the spectrum. And I, it's, it's been working out great and it's a great model and a great example of how successful a business can be. Yeah, it was really neat to, to learn about her model over there. And from what I understand, she has a huge list of applicants that want to yes. apply, but she, nobody quits. So yes, and, and you know that's that, and that's, that that just speaks to the point we just right. made. You know, uh, the, the employees are they stay. Right. You know, there's there's very few openings there, and the list is hundreds and hundreds of, and it right. and it continues to grow. Uh, right. You know, I think. Uh, uh, certainly, uh, she she had thought about opening up a second or mm-hmm. third location, but it, you know, to run a business, it's a lot of work. Uh, but hopefully, uh, you know, others will follow uh, that lead with doing things like this and right. and and you know, showing how it can be done. Uh, I think it's wonderful. And the other reason, of course, uh, that you're here is, uh, and we'll circle back to the uh, uh, your visit to Ellis Medicine, yes. uh, where we uh, in the sta- this year's state budget we secured. Uh, uh, I, I made a request for for funding to. Uh, fund a pilot program right. for our our first uh, autism. You know, I I know I know we said autism friendly is a so term that may may be changing at some point, but right. uh, you know, sensory friendly. Let's say yeah. sensory friendly emergency room. Um, and I know uh, you were you know we wanted to have you in that meeting because right. you know the input uh, and hopefully that that you know I think we're 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 on the path to get this program certified as well. Right. So having the components in place from the very beginning before anything happens. Uh, is very important. So I guess just your thoughts. You know, I, I think you know Orlando. I know I visited the autism friendly Nemours, ER. Yeah. At, mm-hmm. Yep, I, mm-hmm. I visited the Nemours Hospital down there, and I, I took a tour, and that's where I got the idea from. To you know, this should be something that should be in every community because right. a lot of the calls that I get from people, uh, uh, families that go through the ER, right. it's very. It's not a pleasant uh, experience when you have a kid or a child with autism that. Uh, you know, is has sensory needs, and those sensory needs, you know, it's pretty chaotic in an emergency right. room. And those, those sensory needs are just not being met no, uh, no. in a standard emergency room. So, just your thoughts on today's meeting, and what you know, what you think of the project, you know, the, the project so far. It was great, and thank you for your foresight to be able to see that that's needed because it's it's huge. Yeah, the emergency room was intimidating for all of us. You know, I have elderly parents. I'd take my dad there a couple weeks ago, and it was stressful 
for me it's taken my dad there so um yeah and if you walk in there on the spectrum um it's it's chaos so really helping everybody understand not only the individual but the family that's with them so um that's that's very important we always say the family is a big part of the uh the individual when they come in there sometimes if they're nonverbal or they're not able to communicate you know you really rely on that family member to to tell what's wrong and to go forward and, so. and as you said you know we, we, we you know a lot of times you just assume kids or you know, children with parents right. sometimes it's adults oh, they yeah. are you know are, are by themselves right you know so uh, also have to make that distinction that maybe there isn't somebody mm-hmm. that can really uh, be the interpreter you have to sort of uh, just understand or recognize the signs right uh, and know that you know we need a special setting here uh, so I, I think that you know for me I think this pilot program I think is going to be uh, just phenomenal I think it's going to uh, the the data and the results and what we see from it I think we'll you know I'm gonna bring that back to the cap and we're gonna see that yeah this this is this works right and and we need to have it in other communities and, and that's that's the goal of this uh, so I think you know to have uh, this certification now and again it's since 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 I've discovered and explored the organization it's right. been just wonderful for me to uh, to know that something like this is already out there and happening and to bring it in on projects like this, I think it just adds that much more to it. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, and you hit it right on the head with the adult piece. You know, I don't know if there's any data out there. I've heard some numbers that there's five to six million undiagnosed adults out there. Yeah. Um, so these emergency rooms are seeing it every day already, whether they realize what it is or not. Yeah. Um, but it's not. Thank you for taking the lead on that project because it's yeah, I, and I know it's uh, look. It's not easy for you to come. Out. I know you flew in today. Yeah. Uh, you're from you. Uh, you're from Florida. I'm based in Florida. I'm based right. in Florida, so yeah. it's it's a it's a long way to come up here. But uh, to make the trip, it means a lot. Yeah. Uh, certainly for uh, me. Uh, again, I chair the subcommittee on autism spectrum disorders, and uh, I carry a lot of legislation around uh, uh, issues uh, uh, around helping people with disabilities right. uh, live more independently and have more opportunities. Uh, part of that is with the work we're doing here, but there's also statewide work. Uh, as we said, you know, we, we, we have a lot of crossover because right. the training for first responders is something that I worked on last year. That's and great. here we have it that, you know, you have certifications for that as well. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's always been my hope that the work that we're doing here in New York is not just limited to New York. Oh, no. So yeah, yeah. we want it to be, you know, nationwide, nationwide or worldwide. worldwide. Right. So, you know, having an autism action plan and all these things in place, uh, you know, this, the work that you're doing speaks to that need uh, that you know autism doesn't have boundaries that is just in a state or just in uh, in, in, in the United States or right. any, any particular country it's prevalent across anywhere in the world it is yep no that no, definitely yeah thanks again for inviting me here but again thank you for taking the lead on a lot of this because there's not <coughs> a lot of a lot of people under there that have really really done that yep i'm gonna just refer everybody uh listening to the website again ibcces.org you can also find uh some of this on my website at nyassembly.gov under assemblyman angel santa barbara uh for anybody out there listening organization individual want to learn more I, this is uh if you have a child with autism or a loved one with autism the information on this website uh is just so interesting and it's worth the read it's worth uh looking looking into and just just to sort of discover what's happening out there and what options are even if you travel you know as you said it it, it may not seem like a lot of organizations are, are are 
are, are certified, but there actually are, and it can be in any category, healthcare, right. restaurants, uh, communities, whatever, you name it. It's not just, you know, Aquatica was my first experience with this, so mm -hmm. I, we've been talking about, uh, you know, the Aquatica Park, but that's not uh, what this is about. It's not about one, any one particular organization. Right. I know here you're also, I should also mention that you're working with uh, Via Aquarium, Right. Uh, at the Rotterdam uh, Mall, mm -hmm. uh, that you're also working with that aquarium to get certified. Uh, so that connection happened. So again, that's an aquarium that's looking to get this certification. But the important part is, the important thing to take away is that if you're interested, make the application and find out what needs to be done, what the steps are, and get it started. And you know, I think that businesses and organizations, by doing this, uh, they are... Uh, setting themselves up to have more uh, engagement from the community, more participation, right. uh, more people will uh, are likely to visit, more people are likely to feel comfortable bringing kids or loved ones that have uh, autism to your organization and participate right. and be a part of it. Uh, and I think you know we we, we talk about you know uh, healthcare aquarium, uh, mm -hmm. uh, we talk about restaurants. We want, we want places to be as accessible as possible, and I think that's good for everybody. Right. No, definitely. And you hit it right on the head. You know, not only is it the right thing to do, but there's also a business case for it. So, um, and I know a lot of times. And that was the point budgets, I was trying to make, but you yes. said, that's the words. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, and it's, give an example at, at Sesame Place, the amusement park in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, when we rolled out, we announced a week before they opened because they're seasonal. Um, but the first day they had 400 families show up that identified um, as having a child on the spectrum. It's six million hits on their website the first week. Um, you know, so that's, it's, the website's really not what it's all about, but I'm just, for the business owners that's out there, it's not a small niche group. It's a large population, large percentage of our population, and um, there is a business case for, for serving this population. So. Yeah, I, I, I really appreciate you being involved with our um, ER project here at Ellis yeah. Medicine. I appreciate you visiting uh, the city of Schenectady. Hopefully you have, you have had time to explore a little uh, bit, yes. the downtown area, and nice. uh, we look forward to having you back. Um, and we want to give you an update on what's happening uh, okay. with uh, legislation and other things. Uh, but uh, I want to thank you for the work that you're doing. And certainly thank you, uh, uh, if they're listening, uh, the 14 board members that serve on this board. Yeah. It's volunteer work, uh, and it's something I have a dedication to, to do and to be a part of because uh, you want to see good things happen. So thank you to your board. Uh, and we look forward to uh, hearing many other uh, things, um, uh, good things from the organization right. as time goes on. And I know uh, you have a number of applications to get through. Uh, our ER application will be one of them. So, so I know we'll we will see you again. Um, okay. It's been great to have you on my podcast. Certainly to have you here, to be able to visit uh, some of the areas and to, to, uh, to be able to talk about uh, this project. Hopefully by the time you come back, We'll have uh, more news to share. Maybe we might even have it have that uh, project completed at some point before you come back. That'd be great. Uh, so thank you again. That's so good. my guest uh, has been uh, here from the uh, uh, IVCCES uh, uh, board, uh, and uh, we've been talking about a number of certifications and programs that they are involved with. I want to uh, thank you for being here and thank you for joining me on the show. Hopefully, uh, we can have you back at some point. Uh, and just for those for those that want to know, I had to look it up here because it's such a long. Uh, name uh, International Board of Credentialing and Continuing Education Standards, um, and right as it said on the as it says on the website, um, uh, and people can uh, look up uh, look up uh, any more information on the website. Myron, thank you for joining us and join us again here. Uh, we're going to have a actually we're doing a, a second podcast for this week, so we'll be sharing two of them. So we're going to be very busy this week talking about autism issues. Uh, thank you for joining us and join us again here on the next Assembly Autism Action Update. Thank you.